Today's episode of Dungeon Crawlers Radio is brought to you by Gamers Inn, your one-stop location for all your gaming needs. Located in Lehigh City, Utah, their fun and friendly staff will be more than happy to answer any of your gaming needs. Just remember, Gamers Inn, it's where adventures begin. Broadcasting live from the DCR studio. Oh, yeah! The Geek Revolution starts here. Excellent! Get ready for the number one hit geek radio show out there. Well, it is impressive, isn't it? Because it's time for Dungeon Crawlers Radio. Alright everyone, welcome back to another episode of Dungeon Crawlers, where I don't know where to go. Wait, wait, wait a minute, wait a minute. We have no map? We don't have a map. Let's get it from the backpack. And this napkin. There is a backpack. Alright, we're going to draw it. Okay, here we are. Baron is drawing a map because Scott isn't right, here. Scott's normally the guy us. that tells us where to go. Right. Oh. Well, not really. There's a where to go guy. So, so no, Scott has a weird thing. You know, we're starting recording because the alarm goes off and then he suddenly does push-ups and little, it's weird. Yeah. So, yeah. all right. So with okay. that said, here's the map. We, we, go. we know where we're, we're going. Start. Now. So we're going to be talking finish. about science fiction, why we love it. Exactly. Exactly. Which fiction of the song? Which and, we like and it. Why we why? like it? Why? why? Why do we continue to watch Back to the Future over why? and over and over? Why? Even though clearly I don't have a hoverboard or auto laces why? Why? or a flying car. Constantly. Why do you like this stuff? And well, it's cool. Star Wars, Star it's Trek. Because cool. it? it's a way of talking about things without actually talking about. Yeah. Galaxy Quest, all oh, yeah. great movies that involve uh, have scientific science fiction themes to it. But um, why do we love it? What is so amazing about it? Is it? I think it's the motivational, awe-inspiring magnitude of what could happen. Of what could and can. Well, I mean, in some some I things, in Back to the Future and have has. happened. Exactly right. Mm-hmm. You know, the Cubs won the World Series. They did. Yeah, you know, we do have teleconferencing through Skype and that. Oh, yeah. We, yeah. we, we can't can. hit 88 miles an I hour. It just doesn't send us in time. Uh, we it, well, it we still don't have, like, one part of dehydrating pizza. But we have some stuff. Some of that nice green bread. Yeah. Ke- yeah, Kevin Klein on works everywhere. That was Calvin. Calvin. That's right, Calvin. That was a future underwear. That was past underwear. Was it? Why are we talking about underwear? Uh, we don't have a double ties. Oh yeah. yeah. Don't have the shrink laces. I mean, we, they've got the like auto the, laces. Well, got like the, some some of uh, some what we saw there. Stuff, there was but... like a warning, like, hey, yeah. So science fiction allows us to like veto. You know, however, the Jetsons. The Jetsons is based in 2012. We don't. Yeah. No idea. You didn't know that? Yeah, Jetsons was 2012. Uh. Obviously, we haven't created enough smog that we need to have, you know, our cities up in the clouds. We're getting there, buddy. I think out of everything That's in the good. Jetsons, we're actually closest to that. The smog part. Yeah. yeah. You know, we don't have uh, vehicles that fold up into a briefcase, uh, which I still don't know how that would work because that would have to be a really heavy briefcase. Necessity is the full of innovation. An extremely light material. It, it might be. Um, we don't have robots that are our mates. What? 
Rosie. Well, we got robots. What are you talking about? My, my parents have a robot, and it's named Rosie. Is it one of those vacuums? It vacuums all the time. I named yeah. my insulin pump Rosie. And they did okay. name it Rosie. She keeps me alive. After the Jetsons robot. Is it, is it like a... Rosie the Roomba. So, oh, it is a So did she cut... Did, you know, your dad walked in. Hi, Mr. W. No, my dad doesn't enjoy greeting, so he told her to be quiet. And it's been doing a pretty good job. Okay. Yeah. yeah. All right. Not like Alexa or Siri. Exactly. Well, shut up. <laughs> Alexa, can it? Mm-hmm. I'm sorry. I don't know how to do that. Yeah. Obviously. So so we yeah, have predictions of the future. Yes. And we have warnings of the future. Yes. Like 1984. Mm-hmm. Dystopian. Yeah, yeah we have, there's a lot of dystopian ones that are out there. Uh, Z for Zachariah really is another great one. I the book was much better than the movie. The oh movie, yeah, but it was well, the movie well, was okay. The movie was okay. They had I some like good actors. Uh, you, know, you had Chris Pine. You had uh, Margot Robbie and uh, what? I believe it was Chris Pine, Margot Robbie. He's been close. And uh, uh, what did I say? Uh, um, I said Chris Pine. You said Chris Pine, Pine and Margot Roby. Okay, Roby. I said Pine. Sorry, I'm still trying to deal with my. All right, I had jaw surgery. Oh, oh. and I can't feel my bottom lip. So oh, you still can't. Comes... Yeah, so sometimes that comes yeah. into play. Yeah. I'm sorry. It may be from the. It's okay. If it's a year in, I feel like I lost it. My job. That's good. I have to take a roommate to get his wisdom teeth out. Once the dentist let me sit there, he was climbing on top of him. I can I can I take pictures? Yeah, yeah they, video? Oh, the, sure, yeah, go ahead. Those, like your wisdom teeth—they have to kind of pry them. They got to pry those suckers oh, out because yeah. those yeah. roots can go up and around the bone. Yeah, it's crazy. Yeah. It turns out even in uh, exposed wisdom teeth, it's difficult to get out. Yeah, yeah, because yeah, they have those roots that like. Yeah, it's the roots. Yes. Yeah, yeah. So, science fiction. So what what is so it's the promise of what could be. Yeah. It is the warning of what could happen. Uh, it is the uh, and magic of you know, like well, there's also flashy the laser swords, of, like lightsabers. Well, well um, also, I mean, different worlds. Yeah. I mean, how many people out there have you know felt a little bit alone, out of place, and saw you know maybe there's another world where I belong or I fit in, but you know. I don't know. Maybe I was the only kid. Or you just go to another like, dimension and hey, or you're other cool. dimension. Yeah, yeah, there's all sorts of things. Or build some friends up like that. <laughs> or you yeah. build some or friends. get inside the machine. Well, well make it all. Well, we saw machine. what happened to a, a little eleven-year-old boy that built a, a, a friend. Anakin Skywalker. Oh. And then his his friend is probably one of the most annoying droids in the universe. Um, I don't know why he programmed him with a stick up his butt. <laughs> I don't know. He just came out like that. Yeah, he did. Oh, we forgot to remove. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, that's right. He said he would come back to finish it, but yeah. he never did. It's the wrench. It's the wrench that never got removed. Yeah. Mm. You know. They're still looking for it. Three PO. Where'd that nine sixteen go? I just don't understand. Where'd that nine sixteen go? Why? Why would you give an annoying personality to a robot? Okay, but it probably wasn't intentional, and as a plot device. It was yeah. really good. And at the same time, no. it was I'm sure, I'm sure that's what was He's like, personality what? wasn't like not very. Years from now, he was kind of annoying too. So if you think about it, that, kind I'm of gonna, fits. I'm gonna need yeah. this. Fail me out. These guys yeah. are gonna really run this story forward. You know, and and there's so many. I, I love Star Wars, but there's so many plot holes. You know, 
Darth Vader. Anakin had R2 for how, how long? I mean, most of the Clone Wars and everything else. And yet, here they are on Bespin. And they're yelling, R2! You don't think he's going to go, hey, wait a minute, isn't that my droid? I mean, come on! Hey, little buddy. Yeah. Hey, little buddy. Come to the dark side. I, R2 probably would have. Let's face it. Would he have gone to our dark side or would he have maybe saved him and like... Okay, maybe. Chopper definitely. Chopper definitely would have gone to the dark side. From Star Wars Rebels. I don't get the artificial intelligence of how a robot would understand right and wrong. I, I don't know either, but look at R2. Man, R2. Apparently R2 can, but what about Dude. the other droids? Can they? Does that mean all the other little droids you see on the Death Star, are they really evil? Would they okay. like come up and like try and clip your ankles if they know you're a rebel? Well, but didn't didn't the little droids, weren't those who reported um, Jane, Jin Urso and... Uh-huh. Like, yeah. With the little black thing? But then you also have the, the robot um, K2SO. He was like, you shouldn't give her a gun. Do you know the probability of her shooting us? It's really high. I mean, I'm sure he knows right and wrong. Okay. Well, there, right he, and wrong oh, do you yeah. probability. Yeah. Yeah. So, uh, well, as, as it's been described in the Star Wars universe, there is a point where they start developing glitches, which is kind of like a personality. And so I think they kind of have... Well, in their programming. Well, no, it's but glitch, like, but it is they start becoming program. more. Yeah, they start becoming more sentient, and that's why they they're constantly wiping their memories. Uh, so technically, every feature of your body is a is a deformity. It's a program, yeah. yeah, how we evolved is is. Well, that's species. what I'm saying. Is our so personalities are it but, but like, be but kind of the same way. It's yeah. defects become. It's, I mean, the it's, same kind of thing is, they did it. in the mm. TV series Westworld. You know, they they created a program called Reveries, which allowed them to slowly start remembering their past lives because they're just robots that get killed and whatever. Oops. And as they're doing that, they're becoming more sentient, and they 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 have evolve. an uprising. Yeah. Wait, I have something. They will evolve. Yeah. Just like that's kind yes. of that's yeah. It was Chitwell Chipwell. That's right. Yeah. Yes. And he was also the boom. The, he ended up. Yes. He's gonna be the bad guy in the next uh, Doctor Strange. Because <gasps> he's motivated. Uh, Sorry, I had to get off of Star Wars because I don't know Star Wars. That's okay. I know. That's right. He only today found out what a Korg was. I still think he sounds like a Korg. Right? They because delicious. that's what it is. It's supposed I'm, to be something you eat. Like but instead, they made too. Chewbacca throw it away. Well, I'm so mad. That's at exactly that. what a Chewbacca's is. so cute. It is. No, he should have eaten it. He should have. Chewbacca's no People eat guinea pigs. There are people in the world that eat guinea pigs. Eat a guinea. Eat a pork. Yeah. Chewbacca was supposed to be this ruthless killer, and then all of a sudden he's like. I guess they're cute. No, it's food. He what else did he eat? Like, how else did he eat? He must have been starving. And then they're all, okay, no, and now because he did that, they're all over the, the Millennium the Falcon. That's why Horde died. They're, Can you imagine they're, the mess? That emoting showed that they had some sort of soul, and so he didn't want to eat the thing that has soul. That's debatable. But, but a chicken has a soul, and I'm sure he eats chicken. Okay, but does the chicken <laughs> emote like I'm that? sure it does. I mean, Thor with big eyes and looking all sad that he's about to eat his friend. Last time I yeah. ate chicken, it was emoting. Yep. Chicken's Did you eat I usually emote when I eat chicken. <laughs> 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 no. no. It yeah. was cooked. You're one of those guys. It was alive, but it was. No, of course not. It'll be ridiculous. He's not going to eat a chicken live. But I didn't he, have a conversation with him did, before he, I killed He him. hasn't done any rituals this week. This week. <laughs> this week. This week. Tonight, actually. All right. 
Join us. this evening. Join us. Stick around <laughs> for after dark. <laughs> Hatching owlbears because they're going to. Because owlbears are cute and games are fun. Yes, and they're going to have some sort of weird ritual of magnetism live, and of attraction. What? Yes. Wait, how did that become we construct You didn't owlbear. introduce us for this one. Either. Well, it's because they heard the last episode. That's why I didn't do that. Oh. Wait, wait, we're just that I'm just assuming they, they, they've listened to it's the last episode. <gasps> it's just a bowel. You should just go find two equally sized so, stuffed animals. We're, we're, one bear, yeah. one owl. Is that and like... Then, that makes no sense. No, it doesn't make any sense. Mix and match. Make your own plush bear owl. Also, owl bear, whatever it is. So I, I, again, whatever it is, because Natasha brings up a good point. <laughs> again, we did not introduce our guests. What guests? We are half, Us. almost halfway through <gasps> this episode. Imposters. And have decided. <laughs> we'll get better at this. Um, what's my yes. name? Scott. Hi, I'm Scott. So this Scott is here. No, this is not Scott and not Mackenzie no. because they're not here. Yes. We, we, we got Rob. No, you're not. Oh, no, you're yes. not Scott. I am not. I'm not only not Scott, but I am also not Mackenzie. This is true. Yes, but you're more not Scott than you are not Mackenzie. No, he's more you're not more Mackenzie. Not Mackenzie because, because, more not he's more Mackenzie, not Mackenzie. But you're here because he's be, not a female. So you're, but yeah. yes, but that's not the not that we're not talking about. Then what not are we talking about? Well, like the not in a tree? I do have a general. Or the not in a. I am so not here. With a K? And confused. We had two or an N. We had two two <laughs> geographical two audiences we were reaching for. The like bearded the geographical audience and the, the female geographical yes, audience. Yes, but I'm closer to and the so, female and female female exactly. geographical audience. And so you were filling Mackenzie's spot, but you're not Mackenzie. But I'm not Mackenzie, but I'm but more But you're in her spot. I'm more not. The, Scott, you may be further she away is more from highly being like first, him. No no. She's, but we're not likening you to him because you're not taking his spot. You're taking Mackenzie's okay, spot. Okay, you guys can vote she on this online on whether or not I am closer McKenzie. to Mackenzie or not. She may have more dissimilarities between the two of them, but she is filling Mackenzie's role. Therefore, it would be important to well, then point out that she is not Mackenzie. You know what is important to point out is that you're sexist because why not fill Scott's role? Well, yeah, with you. That is why you are not Scott. Also, yes, but sexist. he's more not Mackenzie. How is that sexist? Scott, well, it's not not name. sexist. Scott. Okay, so, so this is this is how we'll figure it out. Scott has a beard. Rock has a beard. <laughs> but he's not Scott. But he's not Scott. He's, he's not Rock. Scott. Exactly. This is so hard to grasp. But he is standing in for Scott. Oh, but yeah. he's more not no, Mackenzie. No, but he is definitely, definitely not Mackenzie. Definitely not Mackenzie. So That's why we're not going to bring it up because there's no point in bringing it up. Yeah. So he's more not Scott. This is Rock, and this is Natasha. Hi, I'm Rock. And I'm we have just made this so confusing. People are going to go, "What the crap am I listening to?" So, so uh, we're Natasha. Yes. And Rock from. Hi. We're no longer dungeon crawling as much as we're straight jacking uh, around That's in the padded room. Hatching Albert. Hatching Albert. Because Albert's cute and games are fun. Mm. And they've already got their tagline down. Well, I, yeah, awesome. We used to have a tagline, and then we got rid of it. That almost sounded like pre-recorded. <laughs> you uh, used to have a tagline, and yes. you forgot it. No, we, get, we just got rid of it. Oh, did you? Yeah, it was, was it? Geek with Chic. Geek with Chic? Yeah, Is no. that because you, like, Daniel, I also learned what Chic was? Tagline. No, because the Chic I was using was, like, the wise man. Chic. Oh, oh, really? Like a Chic? Yeah, like yes. A, wow. Rather yeah. than the... the so, uh, the not like... So, then we got rid of that. Not like people, the people keep asking you about your harem, and you're just like, well, I don't want no. to explain this anymore. People are like, you're, you're misspelling that. I'm like, no. And I have to constantly do it. So, yeah. and then after that, we changed it to uh, 
join the geek revolution. Okay, that's not bad. Also, because I would have been like, where are the sheep? Yeah. Sheep? Yes, geek with sheep. Yeah. Geek with sheep? (gasps) See, that's cute. Because sheep are cute. Yeah. And geeks are fun. (laughs) (laughs) See, we just rewrote. Boom. So, but that's it. I think we're going to hang up our hat and go. Oh, just kidding. Uh, science fiction. Science fiction. You know. Okay. Science fiction is great. See, see, I don't see how sheep are cute. Because I've seen black <laughs> sheep. Oh, No, because it's, it ties in. Have you ever seen Black sheep. Baby sheep. They genetically altered sheep so that they were killing machines. They were okay. horrible, evil okay. creatures. We are just talked about. No, 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 not that black sheep. I do not remember that part. Yeah. Cute and dangerous are not the same thing. You can have something that is cute and dangerous at the same time. Like the rabbit in... Like the owl bear. Search for the Holy Grail. Or sheep. And a Wookiee. Or sheep. Or killer black sheep. Or the talented sheep. Or the small rabbit from Monty Python. Or like llamas. The one with big fangs. Are we going to include Bruce? Wayne? Bruce? Banner or Wayne? No, the shark from Jaws. Oh! Wait, from yeah. Jaws Wait, or from Bruce? Bruce? So the Nemo. shark, the actual Nemo? shark, yeah. was named Bruce by Steven Spielberg. Is that why the one in Nemo yes. is yes. called Bruce? Yes. Oh. Yes. That's oh. why it's called Bruce. That's the name. You didn't know that? No. Oh, yeah. Yeah, he named you it Bruce. You know what my favorite picture of Steven Spielberg is? The one with him in, in the mouth of the shark? No, the one of him crouching oh. down right next to the Triceratops, oh. the animatronic oh. Triceratops. And it looks like he shot it. Yeah, and all the people commenting about how he killed this endangered dinosaur that's probably going to be extinct now because of him. Um, yeah, they're already so they're, extinct, folks. Oh, goodness, Steven. Okay, well, that's so a, that's another great science fiction movie, though. That's it true. was, wasn't yeah. it? Jurassic Park. Oh, oh yes. I'm excited for that one to come out. Talk got a new one coming out soon. Again, possibly do wrong. When, when does the new one come out? Uh, soon. This year. This year. Soon. Yeah, I know. It's yeah, like a couple months, isn't it? It's this summer. Is it May? I think it's June. June. June, because that's when my anniversary is. Awesome. So, this is the thing. I th- that That's a possibility of what we could do, and a possibility of what we shouldn't do. Exactly. And a possibility of what could happen and go wrong. Yeah. yeah. Well, and science fiction is all about exploring yep. the possibilities, right? Yeah. Because fantasy, where it differs, is possibility. Well, fantasy still has the possibilities, but it's definitely not always something that can possibly yes. be achieved. Yeah. Most often it's through magic, yeah. which doesn't exist. At least, Most of the well, time, at least from our knowledge, the right? They're not the same magic that doesn't sci-fi, exist. The space stuff is also effectively magic. In, in, in some ways, but it is still a possibility. From where well, we stand now. Yeah. Back in well, time, everything we have nowadays looks like magic. Yes. Mind. Well, yeah, I mean, if we were to go back in time right now and show someone our, our cell phones. Uh, a lighter, Sorry, even a basic as a lighter in our hands, we're producing fire in our I hands. Yeah. Uh, yeah. Well, I'm just, let's just say early 1600s. Well, and maybe that's where magic came from. Maybe someone just traveled back in time and all became Boom. began no. sci-fi. If you notice, a, a lot of technology really didn't start booming until right after Walt Disney did uh, Peter Pan and and let let the secret fairy dust out. That's really when Japan kind of took. Fairy dust, and next thing you know, we got Toshiba and yeah. Samsung. Is he a conspiracy and... theorist? <laughs> what? 
Fairy dust? Is this some sort of there, drug like LSD or what? Well, this made Peter Pan cry, right? This was science. This wasn't really magic. Is You're going to get us discussed? all killed. What? This no. is where science fiction. Peter Pan was not You do know where fairy dust comes from, right? Fairies. You grab a fairy and just shake, shake the grabber. I know. I see them downtown do you know, all the time. Do you know I'm not going to go shake them, though. Do you I know thought they were born that way. No, they were born fairy... from dreams. They were born from a child's first laugh. Okay, if we're going right. by canon. You're right. That is correct, canon. That's true. So literally, that means you're shaking your child to death to get fairies. <laughs> Wait, I don't think it comes. I don't think pixie dust comes from shaking baby syndrome. That's I don't that's what you're it. saying. No, no, no it comes from shaking the child's first laugh. Yes. No, no, it's from the, the first laugh when it breaks. I don't think you're actually when shaking. I thought, it's, yeah, I thought it said the first laugh shattered and and it broke into a million pieces that turned into pixies and they all went dancing. No, about. no, every time a pixie oh, is yeah. born is from a, a child's pixies, first. You do have to laugh. murder the laugh. But is it, the each yeah. each laugh? But yeah, isn't that? And so you get pixie dust by shaking a pixie or a fairy. But yeah, yeah but a pixie is not your baby. I know. I'm pixies I'm might get brain damage. So I don't know. Maybe there's a shaking pixie syndrome. There probably is. SPS? And that's maybe why Tinkerbell is as angry as she is all the time. Because people are already shaking her. Well, that makes sense. How do we keep moving into this? Does she still, does she jingle? Because we were talking about, we were talking about science fiction. How science fiction became real. No, yes, that's wrong. Wait, so it's right. A ticking. Wait, what? Well, I guess it could be a little bit sci-fi. because there's not a, sci-fi. There's a ticking I'm, croc. There's no on. technology in that. Buck Rogers. But Rogers, yes, that is was complete science fiction. Yes, yes. Right? And nowadays, and, most of and that's now we not. have Twiggy. We have rockets that take. We have rockets that land. Yes, Jules Verne, created. and we are all thankful for the landing. Yes. yes, he did, and he had the not two thousand leagues under the sea. Yes. yes. Well, more than that. I'm no, saying, like, he around the world in eighty days. He predicted it. Journey to the moon and I back. I was saying when, when technology oh, got. So he sea. knew that the fairy dust thing was going to happen. Oh yeah, yeah. There oh, were some people right, knew right. about these things. So he, now it makes sense. To exactly. So that's wait, that's so where we get bows and arrows yeah. from. So he was ingesting fairy dust. Is that what you're saying? I never said anybody ingested fairy dust. That's back to fairy dust being a drug, right? Well, he brought up the fairy dust thing. Yes. That's. Okay, you mean, so, so he's saying, we we're talking about Jules Verne, yes, right? Jules Verne. And the awesome science fiction behind <laughs> no. Jules yes. Verne. Yes, exactly. He's just but, saying that pixie we dust were... is one of these things that might come about. Okay. Oh, and he, he was saying that Jules Verne had the pixie dust. And I didn't say that he had as he much predated as he pixie dust. Yes, he did. could do. And Jules Verne and is fantastic. Uh, and is he sci-fi or he, is he fantasy? He is sci-fi. I would say I would say he's sci-fi because... Because he does have fantasy elements. So is he. But at the time, at the time, well, but if you put it that way, then there's fantasy elements in Star Wars. Well, there is. Well, totally is. is. Oh, yeah. Actually, he is. I would say, I would say he is definitely. It's more of a space fantasy. Actually, it's a space opera. Because the whole force thing is. Yeah, arguably, it's more just a space fantasy. Star Trek is sci fi with fantasy elements where Star Wars is fantasy. With, with science fiction elements. And mm-hmm. it's more the idea that you've just accepted that yeah. spaceships exist and robots yeah. exist. But right? like it's with Jules Verne, it definitely is science fiction because you know, journey to the center of the earth. None of, we've never done that. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, and there is creatures in there. The mysterious Island, again, that's more science fiction. Be- yeah. uh, the time machine? That's the... Jules Verne. Oh, I sorry. think it spins that, that area. No, 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 but there's to the moon and back. That's definitely uh, ten thousand leagues under the sea with Captain Nemo. Uh, so there, there is a lot of 
science in his books. Oh yeah, uh, a possibility, but there is still the fantasy element, like with the the giant creatures and the smaller ones, or the T Rexes and stuff like that, that still exist in the middle of the earth. Yeah. Um, well, and ultimately, yeah. science fiction is really want? asking what? the question, "What if?" Right? Yeah. You get that a little bit in fantasy. But really, the question is, what if we had spaceships, or what if we had robots, or what if yeah. we, we had other... artificial intelligence? Yeah. Exactly. And I feel like if you start pulling in elements like dinosaurs, I don't feel like that's so much fantasy as much as that's more science fiction. Exactly. Because those really did exist. But it's what we have if, proof of that. Yeah. Right. And it what could if we be brought there... dinosaurs back? What if we? What if? What if they never really were gone? What yeah. if we just don't well, see them because and, we're not near them? Because they're in the center of the earth or whatever. Yeah. And then I, did you ever hear about, uh, it was a book my dad told me about. It came out in the 70s where a guy, this guy was a pilot, claims he was flying over the North Pole, and then suddenly came across this giant green valley that was lush. <gasps> the green and, valley! And he wrote this book called Our Hollow Earth. Yeah. And he believes that the Earth is actually hollow and that there There's is a actually, civilization There actually is a role-playing game Earth. based on that. Okay, yeah. Yeah, and it's called Hollow Earth, um, where dinosaurs and stuff like this do exist in there. Um, which uh, that's also why in X Men in the South Pole you have that area that Magneto has and it's lush and vibrant and there's saber toothed tigers and there's right. dinosaurs and stuff like that because there is kind of that that thought theory because we don't know. Well, and does that yeah. does that play this journey to the center of the earth? That kind of does, yeah. It does, yeah. Yeah, yeah. and yeah. so yeah. again, there is that. And Jules Verne did really he's kind of the architect a lot for a lot of things, just like we have Tolkien, that's the architect mm-hmm. for a lot of fantasy. H.G. Wells. H.G. Uh, Wells as well. I mean, there, there are all these guys that just had these fantastic ideas. I mean, we do have submarines now. Mm-hmm. And a lot of that is because of the story of Nemo and 10,000 Leagues Under the Sea. Mm-hmm. Uh, so in s- some cases, some of these science fiction stories have come to life. You know, we do have spaceships. We do have rockets that have gone out in space. We do have, I mean, we have cell phones. You know, we can yep. communicate with each Bluetooth other from and our pocket. Wi-Fi yeah, and, and you know, those things did Yeah, I mean those things Hi-fi. did not exist back then. Now they do. I mean, yeah. I mean, the only Very time you can do radio is go into a jet, you know, into a building that had all this equipment, giant antennas. Now you can do it with yeah. a laptop and a microphone, really. Yeah. And, and, the, and the quality, just, just like even of the, of the sound that you have. Yeah. You know, that's okay. Well, you. You know, we we have Michael Brent Collings on. He always talks about that, so it's not. Really? Oh yeah, Michael Brent Collings. <laughs> every time Michael Brent Collings is on the show, he talks about uh, having to put on his pants to come in um, to talk. Oh he talks about giving birth to a go- golden baby, um, or <laughs> when he dies, having one shoved up his his rear end. Uh, I so, don't even know what that's in reference to. Well, that's not in reference to anything. The the reference for that is highly disturbing. Sometime in the future, when archaeologists come digging and find his body, they're gonna wonder why there's a giant gold statue (laughs) in his body. Okay. Yeah, Yeah, in his skeletal cavity to go. uh, What strange practices were they doing? Well played, sir. Yeah. He's actually one of those people that I really want to meet because I admire him. However, very not, not fantastic pieces, but author. But if you ever read awesome. something of his, you will probably not want to walk through your house without the lights on. I have seen, I, I've watched horror movies, and they don't phase me. But his books, I cannot walk through my house. Yeah, I can't do horror until with a light off. I after can't do horror in general. Yeah. No. So there are enough scary things in the world without making me laugh. Yeah. 
But then again, in, in some cases, you can't kind of lean into the sci-fi realm with horror. Oh, I can start with so many. Yeah. Well, see, there are some great... That's another story. No, That's yeah, a there, show. If you think about it, there are some good sci-fi horrors. There are? Oh, Venn Horizon. Just... Honestly, as, as long and drawn out and boring a movie as it was... Alien? Aliens? The, the green, I mean, the green powder stuff yeah. that's oh, people that they're eating. Yeah. What? Snow? Are you talking about snow? No, like, like yeah, they, they make... They turn people into the green powder stuff. Oh, green. Oh. Soil, soil, soil green. green. There, green. there we go. Yeah. With Charlton Heston. Yeah. yeah. Soil that's, green. I mean, that's kind of a little Logan's, Logan's Run? Yes. Is it the Space Odyssey 2000? 2000. 2001. Yeah, 2001 Space Bum. Odyssey. Bum. It was long, drawn out, boring, but at the same time, yeah. the whole idea of the computer ah. saying, oh, I've got to protect you, even from you. Yeah. Oh, crap. Hell, yeah. you're a yeah. jerk. Well, I mean, right? yeah. He was. I, you know, can you say in some cases that Planet of the Apes is kind of a horror movie if you look at it from it, a yeah. certain perspective? It is. Our even race though it has is, been destroyed. Oh, even though it is point. science fiction. Again, yeah. another great science fiction movie. Even the, the remakes are doing a fantastic job. Another one I really enjoyed, E.T. Oh my goodness, I hate that. <laughs> Definitely under. Oh, I thought it was a great I movie. I had nightmares. Love E.T. Yeah, nightmares. he's terrifying. The only thing I can... This is so like I don't know. I was like five or six when I watched. You do know the ETs are in the Star Wars universe. Just no. Yeah. Yeah. If you look in the scene, if you look in the rotunda, if you 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 look in the rotunda when when the the Chancellor is speaking, if you watch. One of the discs, you see the ETs in there. There's a whole group of them, like five yeah. or six. And they're all yeah. yeah. So they you know are She's in the That's kind of a creepy movie. Like it's it, really this creepy. dude comes down to Earth uh-huh. and and then attaches attaches his life force to a little kid. Bedroom, puts on then, creepy wigs. And yeah, then these like, guys really touching him all the time. And like put this whole. Like has man yeah. he's like candy it and blood. It was terrifying. Hey, I hey. Swear I slept on the I love Reese's Pieces. Did you know delicious. that they asked M&M's first yeah, and M&M's and turned no. them down and then That's the Reese's Pieces when the movie got released Reese's Pieces sales skyrocketed. Oh, yeah. well, All you got to do is taste them and you know. Oh, Reese's brand recognition. Brand placement. I don't know why M&M's would have said no. Let's go back to the pedophile alien. <laughs> the See, someone gets why it's terrifying. I don't yeah. think it actually had any sort of genitalia. <laughs> okay, I, I'm gonna say this. Let's you could probably you watch. Taking it too far. You, well, he was saying it's kind of fun. The alien doesn't care. You know what? You you Troy could probably. He doesn't like, actually have to involve genitalia at all. That's true. <laughs> wow. Sexual. Let's just let's just move on. Yes. Needless bad. to say, some people find the movie creepy. You can probably find a creepy reason in any movie. That's fine. I mean, absolutely. Oh, yeah. <laughs> Why do we have bronies? That's just creepy. Oh, wow. Yeah. Every brony out there. Let's not hit on bronies. Okay. I, I'm sure they love that. But I I, I, I find it creepy when there's a grown man dressed as a pony. But that's okay if they'd yeah, love to do it. But that's their thing. Yeah. But the grown man having the exact same interest as my nine year old little girl. See, that does creep me out. No, I. I feel like it goes back to that childhood. But then, it, yeah, See, I mean, I, and, and so long as it's not made of weird, yeah, that's okay. Right? So maybe I'll, I'll, I'll read 
of your track. I've had thing. to watch it because yes. I have a daughter. What makes and it's what I find creepy is the bronies that wear the horse head. They're not wearing a shirt. Okay, I feel like it's creepy when anyone does that. And then they have these weird horse things. But that's that's different. That's not being a brony Yeah, I don't know what that is. My daughter said she wanted to watch it. And it's like. She's watching that right now. You know Animaniacs is coming back, right? Yes, and I'm a little nervous. It's the original cast. I'm still a little nervous. What? Animaniacs is coming oh, back. Yeah, I heard that. With the original voice cast. So yeah. They're they're I love awesome. The Animaniacs. I have they're a picture awesome. with all of them. They're amazing. Twisted Tunes? Have you been to that? I skip that every year. Why do you skip it? Um, because I'm busy doing other things. Okay. He finds it highly. No. Rock? No. Again. No, no. Freudianly speaking. Freudianly. Yeah. Anyways, so we're, we're out of time. Movie. We're definitely out of time. So with that said, why are we stopping at this note? Uh, because I, I don't want to go further. <laughs> <laughs> okay, so, good call. Stop so with that said, let us know what you think about sci-fi, why you love it, and we're gonna get out of here before something falls out okay. of yep. someone's decor. Bye. We're out of here. You're listening to Dungeon Crawlers Radio. Please subscribe and follow them on Facebook or Twitter pages. No, we're even promoting these filthy idiots. Who doesn't like them? Who doesn't like anyone? They are friends, brothers. They are friends. No, shut up. Please subscribe. Baycon 2018 returns this Memorial Day weekend to the San Mateo Marriott San Francisco Airport for its 36th year as the longest fan-run science fiction and fantasy convention in the San Francisco Bay Area. This year's theme is patchwork fandom, stitching the generations together, and will focus on costuming and programming items aimed at connecting younger and older generations of SFF fandom through shared interests. Baycon's writer guest of honor is Tamara Pierce, recipient of 2013's Margaret A. Edwards Award for The Song of the Lioness and Protector of the Small Quartets. Her newest novel, Tempest and Slaughter, has just been released in hardcover and ebook. Baycon 2018 will also welcome artist guest of honor Margaret Organ Keene, fan guest of honor Christopher J. Garcia, and Toastmaster M. Todd Galloglass. Come join us for a weekend of fun and fandom. Get your membership at www.bacon.org.